You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead and pull up a chair. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the after laugh. I'm here. With my erstwhile friend, it's good use of that word. <laughs> erstwhile, Thomas. You're in my head with that one. I'm gonna be real. Little, you're a little erstwhile on me, Tommy. Hit me with erstwhile definition. Because I feel, you know what? I'll give you an example. You're saying wishy washy. Because I feel like we're friends, right? Yes. But you have those friends. <laughs> this happened to me a lot in my life. Yeah. Where you know you hang out, you're in whatever town, you hang out, you're cool, and then you're out, and then you guys don't really connect because mm. you have your own lives. And then this happened in Vegas a lot. So I'd be cool with these people. Vegas is an erstwhile ass I was, place. I was even having relations with. Right. But I'd be out of, you know, I'd be gone for a couple months. Yeah. And then a friend of mine was like, oh my God, Britney Spears is in Vegas. I want tickets. And I was friends with a woman who ran MGM. Oh. So I said, hey, Hannah, could you hook me up with two pairs of tickets? She just, she just went through a divorce. She wants to go yeah. with a friend, blah, blah, blah. Help out my friend. Because everyone wants to feel like they're cool and connected. Of course. You only fucking call me when you want something. That response. Okay. For, first of all, it's very rare that men ever react that way. Right. That's a very f- female reaction. <laughs> right? Sure. I don't know what that means. But I think like – but my reaction is always like – That's because men are like, mm, maybe I, maybe I can <laughs> – yeah, ooh. Any, anytime somebody's hitting a man up. But my argument is this. <laughs> That's fine if you're someone who's like, hey, let's go to lunch. Y'all didn't even let's live in the drink. same city, right? What are you up to? Hey, give me a call sometime. And then you completely ghost them. And then you're like, hey, I need tickets for Britney. That's one thing. Sure. But like, she's never calling me about anything. Yeah. So I like, would you pick never, up. You never reach out unless you want something. Like, well, you never reach out at all. So what's the fucking yeah. difference, dum-dum? For sure. But I feel like that happens a lot. People get like, I'm like, you can't get mad at someone for reaching out and wanting something if you never reach out to them. Especially in this city. It's yeah. like, everybody's so oh, busy. this city is everybody the knows. fucking worst. It's the worst. The amount of comics that fucking, like, I mean, one comic, he's a nice guy, Scholar Stone, but, like, he, he like, you know, when he was down <laughs> his luck, he was my homie and calling me on my podcast, yeah. inventing and blah, blah, blah. The minute he got his shit back, it was like, he's not booking me on his shows. He's not calling me. He's not. That's the nature of the beast, you know, yeah. this fucking town. People, people come to this town because they want the type of power and fame and attention where they don't need other people's friendship or adulation or anything they want they want friendship adulation from the masses i don't want that shit i'm don't give i want friendship adulation from the masses but i don't want like i want like a good scene that i love that i'm like you know what i mean that i'm connected to and i have that a little bit here yeah but every time i visit new york i'm like this is what I want. This yeah. is like... But you, so you were just in New York again, right? I went back. Just on your own dime? On my own dime. With and your got, girl I, or by yourself? I got to say, traveling with a woman, this, this is the first time that I... Yeah. This is the first time that I ever like... Have you ever traveled with a woman? Like, <laughs> New York City with a girlfriend <laughs> hurts. It hurts. Why? Because the amount of beautiful women there? No. The wallet. Uh, oh, she wasn't lifting her... Fingers? No, no, no. It's it's not even. You guys weren't going to even Stevens. It's probably on some level my ego, right? Because uh-huh. I want to be like, you know, I want to be the man. 
Of course, we're all done that way. And we, we, no, even even splitsies, it still hurts, right? Because we split all the rent. She's she's great. You get hotels, right? What are we doing? We did the cheapest possible option that was not inhumane. You know what I mean? <laughs> but here's actually, let me Which let me paraphrase. My girlfriend is a genius. Okay, in terms of like finding deals, I was like, I was like, I found this crazy deal. She found one. Half price. So what? What did you find? What was it like? A, also, she's just a genius. A in German general. hostel in Harlem. What was it? No, these were like nice Facebook marketplace wheeling and dealing. You can get places to stay there, subletting for like days at a time. So like four uh, days sublet. Interesting. For a crazy deal, nobody else is going to take it. Even even like she, she was cat sitting for a while. She's like, yeah. I'll come. We'll cat sit. And we get this deal, and we're in Brooklyn. And I'm like, genius. Perfect. So, she, how much was it a night? Um, I, probably 50, 60. That's fucking, that's good. And, and I think we're like, we're splitting. So, it's great. Yeah. But then even everything in New York is just crazy expensive, right? Were you taking the subway, or were you Ubering like a goddamn dilettante? And it's like, I'm in my head, I'm like, I could go to New York and just crash on a homie's couch. Yeah. So any money spent on rent is painful. Yeah. Right? But you can't, like, crash on a couch with a girlfriend. No. You got to have some type of accommodation. You got to go out to some dinners, you know? Yeah. And you can go around and do cool stuff for cheap because... No, a New York trip at a weekend, you're, you're looking at three, four days, you're looking at a thousand bucks. Yes. Bingo. Yeah. And that is... That hurts. Yeah. Right? Because, like, I'm not... I'm not balling, right? No. I'm, I'm doing better. I have this... A job now that's solid, so I like I can take a hit, but it's still like, you know, and I'm also like, even if I'm making slightly more money now, my instincts are still. I don't know how long this is going to last, and I have been making like barely uh, enough money for a long time. You don't work from abundance; you work from a perspective of poverty. <laughs> right, right. Of, People of always like, say like, "Well, just spend if you spend money like you have it, then the money will keep coming." Really? People that say how it works? that, but those people for some <laughs> reason always have money, and I got a feeling it's not magic. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, you you got a plan, you're not People who say that have a source of income that they're not willing to yeah, disclose. Yeah, well, a lot of trust fund babies are really into the secret. Yeah, dude. It's <laughs> like just thinking to her abundance, daddy. The secret yeah. is rich parents. They should say that on the book. Yeah, <laughs> secret. Rich parents. Yeah, yeah. there's a secret. The real <laughs> secret. I'm gonna write that book, and it's like be born wealthy, baby. Be born wealthy. It's so fucking true. It's crazy, because my parents don't have money, but I will say this: they have enough of whatever retirement. They have a home, so I never feel like if everything goes tits up in a ditch that I'm on the streets. Same. You know what and I mean? that's a huge advantage. That's and that's not a lot of people can say that. Mm. You know, and you come out to LA and you see the the uber wealthy, like the real rich. Yeah, and it makes you feel like, oh, I'm not, I'm not rich, right? But even having oh, yeah. like middle class parents who have a given you a stable foundation mm-hmm. of of like not fearing homelessness is a huge, huge advantage. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's actually really crazy when I drive around L.A. You can just get in your car and drive 15 minutes and see about 280 houses that are worth over $5 million. Like, how many rich people are here? They're yeah. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they are everywhere. And I feel like I, like 
I'm in the business, allegedly. <laughs> this man's I, been getting work. Don't let him. I, don't I'm let working him a lot. I'm working a lot this year. I'm working a lot of TV. And I'm doing stand-up. This man is the villain in every single CW <laughs> yeah. show this year. Oh, I, no. I, I'm, I've aged out CW. <laughs> um, but, but still, I'm fucking living in a 200-square-foot fucking micro-studio. Yeah. I just do not – like, what are these – those people are up to no good. I'll tell you that. To get For that sure. type of money, you fucking you, – you stepped it's on evil. the neck of a homeless person at one point. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I think so. Do you think they feel evil? No, nobody thinks they're evil, man. Yeah. Because and I do sometimes. I feel evil within me. Like, I have evil thoughts, and I'm like, whoo. Yeah, well, as long you as you don't hold on to the thoughts. Seven deadly sins, like greed, lust. Sometimes I'll be like, that was a greed. Mark that down on the greed column. Yeah, yeah. Or lust. Or I'm like, I'm going to destroy my enemies, <laughs> you know? You ever have a thought like that, and you're like, who is that? <laughs> Well, it's funny about the destroy your enemy. Like, revenge is a very interesting thing yeah. because uh, I've n- we've we all have it. We all have the need to destroy our enemies. Yeah, it's like that. Steve, even Martin Jesus bit. Christ was flipping those tables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all have a need. But I will tell you this: times in my life where someone was kind of like a real piece of shit. Yeah, and they were shitty to me, and they had their comeuppance. Let's yeah. say we get the, um. I never felt joy. You know what I mean? I never – I always yeah. felt like I would feel joy if this person got what was coming to him. Yeah. But I never did. It was just always like, oh. You know, I never was like, ha, 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 ha. That's not a feeling that I have, like, giddy with, hmm, they fucked up. They're, they're canceled. No, it's, yeah. it doesn't – it doesn't, like, uh, I don't know. And, 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 if I, and if I were to catch myself being, like, feeling joy at that, I would feel like shit. I'd be like, oh, you're you're – why would you have joy over someone else's misery? Now, yeah. you can have joy over the fact that people who were marginalized and shut down were able to have a voice. I love a redemption. Like, you know, Harvey Weinstein, obviously. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't like – I didn't know him. I right. wasn't jumping for joy. But obviously, like, you felt good that these victims got some both financial and some sort of emotional recompense for it. He's right? almost a little different because – and anytime it's like an individual and the crime is moderate, it's harder to feel joy. But he was more of like a symbol for all evil. Like yeah. every once in a while you get like a Weinstein or a Hitler. Like Hi- Weinstein is like the Hitler of, 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 of sexual, of sexual assault. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I hate yeah. to compare a Jew to Hitler. That's almost disrespectful on some level. But, <laughs> but you hear what I'm saying? Like, like he now becomes the ultimate evil. More, than, more need, than Cosby? You need one of those. I feel like Cosby was is if you look at Weinstein Cos Weinstein, Epstein, Cosby. Fuck Mary Kill. How about that? <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Weinstein, Epstein, Cosby, the holy trinity of sexual assault. Yeah. Okay, fuck Mary Who's Kill. Who's the worst? Um I would say they're, Cosby. They're all kind of like a different archetype of the deviant they sex are. predator, right? You got I would say Cosby. I got to say Epstein is the most evil because he is the facilitator for others, right? He's like he's like a sexual assault pimp. He's like a kingpin, right? Okay, but if he was the sexual assault and then we still have just like Cosby's Maxwell like the fucking in prison, Chamberlain how come none of these names have come out? How come no one else has been doxxed? How come Clinton and Trump and all the other supposed like predators have not been taken down? Because the pimp goes down, but the customers... You know what I mean? 
But if she could name names, don't you think she could get a break? Oh, you mean Ghislaine? Ghislaine. I bet. I bet she if. Uh, or she gets the, a break, they break her neck. You know what I mean? The Clinton hooks are so deep into every aspect of <clears throat> I don't know. the legal system that she can't even. You, you get up them. there in the conspiratorial realm, it's like everything becomes voodoo. Well, then think, but, but think about it, though. So he, was, he had this island, he was flying all these dignitaries. Clinton was a, free, he was a diamond member of the, his fucking Epstein's plane, royal family was involved. Prince Andrew, all this stuff. And the only person that we hear about fucking one of the people was Prince Andrew. That's it. Yeah, I don't Everyone know. else just went there to work on their fucking laptops and get yeah. normal massages. Alan Dershowitz, Bill Clinton. Fucking everybody. Everybody. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. There's so many Zucky people Bergs. involved in it that it's like you can't think they were all Trump was on there. But he just used the plane. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. I do think sometimes... I, I think Bill Clinton would probably do something like that. Of course. Right. So... But I don't think... I also think when you come to... When they're go Okay, we're on an island. I think if... Let's say I you're Bill Clinton. did not sexually have sexual relations with that woman. services of a sex island pimp. If you're Bill Clinton <laughs> and you have a, a girl come up... like you, Okay, first of all. We're not talking about a 12-year-old or a 13-year-old or a 14-year-old or a 15-year-old. <laughs> We're talking about that, that weird, like, hey, is it is it illegal in international waters age? You know what I mean? We're talking yeah. about 60 or 17, right? Now, if you say as an adult man with a penis and then balls hanging from said penis, right. if you've never ever in your life looked at a 17-year-old and been like, damn, then you a liar. <laughs> I'm not saying you execute it, but – if you live in that rarefied air where you have no responsibility, never get in trouble for fucking anything, you can kill tons of people on a whim. You think you're going to be like, oh, I can't. Oh, you're 17. I have to wait until your birthday. Of course not. They're fucking 17-year-olds. Yeah. All of them. I mean, once you're at that level of evil, like you're at that level of wealth, you are participating in evil on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There is evil going on below you. There's evil going on above you, and uh, they probably don't even give it a second thought because that's like the fortieth most evil thing they did that day. Yeah. Speaking of evil, Tommy, since it's been like a month, I, I don't know the last time we saw each other before before I did Alaska Daily. Was that the last time we even did that? Probably before Vancouver. So it's been like two months, like six weeks. Oh, on least. the pod specifically. Yeah. Yeah, it has been a while. So, um. Is there anything in the world today, current events, that's grinding your gears that you're thinking about that's on your mind? Current events. Like what's going on right now? Brittany Griner, you have thoughts on that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's just pretty funny. I'd By the way, she's going to be so rich. A year from now, she's going to be worth at least $50 million. Totally, totally. I, yeah. my, my thing about that is that it's like uh, I just picture her getting back. And Biden being like, wait, she can't dunk? <laughs> like, oh, no, no, no. This is my thing. I think her and the Merchant of Death should have played one-on-one. Oh. Or no, no, no. Her and the Marine. Her and the Marine that everybody's clamoring about. Oh, yeah. I think her and the Marine, the retired Marine, should have done one-on-one play for the spot. Oh, I like that. And she's a pro. If she can beat this Marine, then she gets it. Yeah, it's, it's a strike. Everyone would have been cool with it's that. It's a strike for feminism. Yeah. It's a strike for, like, you know. 
WNBA. She black dunks women. on this man. I think even conservatives would be like, hey, I think she's she lost one, to a woman. I think she's one of the few WNBA players who's actually dunked in a game. I think there's like been Hell yeah. If she can dunk, I support it. Yeah, she can dunk. That's, she's dunked before. And let's be real, that is valuable. Yeah. Hold up. But she's dunked before. She can bef- dunk? No, she's dunked before. Meaning if it's you're happened. A woman who Not can like every dunk game is more dunking. valuable than an ex-Marine. Yeah. To the league? Yeah. Yeah. Now, if she's one of these like... 3 and D people, leave her over there. Yeah. But if she's Duncan, we got to get if her back. If it's Sue Bird, just leave her over there. <laughs> also, she's white. But also, clearly, the only reason, if that Marine... Ex-Marine. Ex- I don't... I don't, I don't to be oh, because he was dishonorably discharged, right? I don't know enough about it, but... But if, if that Marine was... Um, I mean, it's impossible to not acknowledge the fact that... That race and sex played into the decision of who to trade. Well, race, sex, and celebrity, right? Although, if the Marine was a black woman, they would they would have gone for the Marine. Interesting. You'd have to. You'd have to go for the Marine. Yeah. Well, it was, it was clearly kind of a political thing. But on top of it being political, most of the black people I know are kind of like they're like, okay, they, yeah, they don't cares. really. I don't no. think I don't think they won that many points bringing her back. Like it was definitely a tragedy. Hey guys, look what we did! <laughs> I think a lot of people were kind of like, "Why the fuck did you bring weed to Russia?" Right? Like that's yeah. on you a well, little it's bit. Hash oil. I mean, that's it's hash good oil. Shit, yeah. Um, so I'm glad we got her back. Yeah, it's great that she's black back. In terms of like the Merchant of Death or whatever, I don't care. They got. Yeah, there's going to be playing six year old war death. criminal. We got we got war criminals on deck. Okay, we're yeah. not. Yeah, he's not the only one who knows how to fucking arrange to fucking death. Was it? What is? Was it a losing trade? Probably. Yeah, but but on but on another level, I do think that there is unique value to a woman who can dunk. I also look. That's I, a rare resource. I how agree. many? How many I in agree. the country do we have? I also think, less than a hundred, probably. I also think this. Because I know always like you're so conservative, Bill. I also truly believe that for the sake of making a performative gesture, for the sake of a virtue signal, it's worth it. Yeah. Because we're saying, hey, we actually want it's not just a a, a black person, it's a black female, it's a black female lesbian. Boom. Bingo. Who plays NBA. That's like, you know, intersectional fucking bingo. So yeah. you get that person. Yeah. And if you can do anything to indicate that you care about the most marginalized genre of human being in America yeah. for the, the past WNBA. 50 years, <laughs> WNBA players? It, it might be. It then, might be the WNBA. <laughs> yeah. Then then that's a, that's a pretty good move. You could give up – I would give up tons of fucking merchants of death. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you just look, Merchant, you just look so nice. You look merchants like a nice guy. of death are a dime a dozen. Yeah, and Marines are a dime a dozen. Like, oh, Marines, he's in the fucking thing. He'll be fine. He'll just He'll do, run, run laps. And I, I was talking to this with my buddy. It's like he is as a Marine, like he's taking the classes of like POW. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's he knows he's equipped. She she ain't even take well, war criminal. Was- she, she didn't even take like uh, MIA trapped yeah, in Russia. That was prison that was, as an elective. Like she that was got no argument. That was literally part of the argument that they made. They're yeah. like, "Well, we could have gotten the Marine, but like he's he'll be fine. Yeah, he's a man. He's been there four years." But I will say that is also some 
that is some of that man toughness bullshit that we <laughs> never get credit for. Is just like, oh, he's a man, he'll be fine. In Russian prison? Yeah. No, the fuck he won't. Yeah. That, he will not be okay. No. We do have to acknowledge that. Yeah. Although now... If ever- I go to Russian prison, you better get my ass out, okay? Although, now that that happened, I will everybody learn to in prison is going to know about it, and they'll be like... I'm so sorry. They don't care about you. They left you here with yeah, us. Now we, now we will rape you. Yeah. He going he gonna to be a Nazi in two years. For <laughs> sure. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. What else happened in the world today? Have you heard about this January 6th thing? Kidding. Uh, is there... <laughs> we talk, I mean, Anniversary's coming up. Anniversary of the... Oh, my God. Is that You're going to get your girl anything for January 6th? <laughs> January 16th? Is there a fucking name for it? September 11th. It's just January 6th. It's a whole, th- it's a whole thing that we got to think about every fucking year. How long is that going to last? At what point are people – five years from now, are people going to be like, wait, January 6th, what? what what's the significance of that date? Or do you think it's going to be like September 11th where it's just ingrained in our fucking brains? I don't know. It can't be ingrained in our brains. I would – I give it two-thirds of September 11th in terms of <laughs> – in terms of me uh, – now – no explosions, you're never going to top 9-11. 9-11 is yeah. absolutely the creme de la creme of domestic or international terrorism. First of all, it's other people. By the way, two-thirds of 9-11 I think is one-third if you multiply those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So now, first of all, the, the first tower. Hitting both towers, a stroke of genius. Mm-hmm. And... En- enlisting George W. Bush to put explosives in there, also a great... Yeah, such a smart move. You gotta give him credit. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's thing that no one can admit, by the way, which is, it's almost like you gotta be like, GG. Yeah, you gotta, I mean, you gotta, you gotta like, give it up. You gotta be like, good game. Good game. Wow. Well played terrorists. Because that is the most effective terrorist attack of all time. Of all time. And we waged a 20-year war and still took the L. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's fucking bananas, man. We we got Osama. And here's the thing. I think that they dumped his body in the ocean so that it wouldn't, like, incite more violence or something. Yeah. But from an optics, we should have, like, strapped him to some shit. You know what I mean? Like, we Shot really should have... Shot him space with a Jeff Bezos rocket. Yeah, like, like something 9-11 level. Yeah. Just for catharsis, right? Yeah. But that yeah, it's they probably did the right thing. Well of course because well they didn't want to have like him have a burial ground where it became sacred Muslim right. you know, space. Also and would go if, there if we'd have done some weird shit, it would have made him more of a martyr, it would have caused more attacks. Yeah, for sure. Dump him in the ocean is yeah, pretty Dump good him way. in the ocean, no videos. Yeah. SEAL team six. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, January sixth. January 6th was interesting because it's our own people Mm -hmm. at Congress, which is like, I don't know. They they were in there with like their weird fucking hats and – Well, let me just say this. It was pretty wild. It was pretty wild. I I knew some people who were down there, like Chrissy Marr, who's a a comic. She was down there. Now, I don't think she went into the building. Right. Good call. I, but Chrissy. she may have. But I, I imagine if you were down there as part of the protest <laughs> yeah. 
And also, I think a lot of people don't even know what the fuck they're protesting. They're like, eh, Trump should win or whatever the fuck it is. They're just down there. They're, I think a lot of them have a lot of agenda, right? They're just sure. kind of there. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to be a part of a thing. Totally. Part of a mob. It was like, probably hey, fun to be part of 9 11. And then all of a sudden, these uh, undercover FBI agents all of a sudden open the doors and let these people come in. <laughs> undercover um, FBI agents. <laughs> <laughs> but all of a sudden, they come in mm-hmm. and they're. Like, I don't think they had a huge agenda. I don't think they were going in there to kill people. No. There may be a couple of them were coming in there to kill people. But most people were like, hey, man, we're in Congress. Let's walk around and pee on something. Let's take a, yeah. a coiler on Pelosi's desk. I think that was sure. literally as far as their brains went. And the fact that they're being held up on, on treason and war crimes and going to prison for 20 years is fucking ridiculous. Particularly fucking Captain Crunch guy with the fucking Fred uh-huh. Flintstone helmet. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> Let that guy go back to Burning Man. <laughs> it was um I do think as a preventative measure mm-hmm. you got you got to put the fucking slammer on a couple of them cuz we can't that can't be happening. <laughs> In of course. Any nation that can't be happening. Um but definitely yeah, that not even close to because 9/11 was like planned out. This is just like Spontaneous. Spontaneous. But none of them had guns even, did they? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, somebody got shot. Yeah, one of the protesters got shot by a cop. Yeah, that's what happens when you like... Do do you remember... I remember hearing about the White House growing up. Uh And them being like, if you even step foot on the lawn, you'll be shot instantly. (laughs) Yeah. This is drilled into my head as a kid. I don't even know why they told me that. But they were like... I can't get in there, but if like you try to climb that fence. Watch what happens. Yeah, watch what happens. Mm-hmm. They got mines. They got dogs. They got snipers trained on you. Mm-hmm. I don't think they do. <laughs> I don't think they got shit. January sixth changed my mind to where I was like, oh, oh, they got nothing. Oh, they got. They, they don't even have rings. They're just, but they're just trusting the myth of the defense to keep people away. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you cross, you cross they don't that even line. Have security cameras. You might even be able to walk up and knock on the door. Yeah. Based on January 6th. Yeah. So just go to White House, say pizza delivery, and walk in there. Probably no problem. At bare minimum, you give fucking Eskimo head. Uh, you probably can't say that. What's, <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know if that's racist because Eskimos are a thing. Uh, you're, I think Eskimo is racist now. I don't it know. is? You can't say Eskimo? Oh, Inuit. Inuit, right, right. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I meant, what's the. Ah, I got canceled. I got canceled. He had, buffalo. He had, he had, he had like buffalo. Oh, that guy, yeah. The, the most. Guy. Yeah. Iconic January 6th or yeah. fucking buffalo head. Yeah. <laughs> the vegan The vegan Trumper. buffalo man with the flag. Yeah. Bare minimum gets 20 years. I think he's got like something fucking crazy like that. Good. That poor fucking dumb fuck. The thing is, like, I just have sympathy and empathy for these dumb fucks. They're just dumb fucks. And they're being led to believe in dumb shit. And I get it. And it was a crazy time. It was middle of COVID and people were losing their shit. Look, and all of a sudden, I feel empathy for a meth addict, right? Yeah. But if you fucking go on meth and try to stab me for my wallet, I think you should go to jail. That's going to be pretty much everyone on meth. Yeah. So you got to solve this problem at the root, ultimately, but you also... I don't know. Like, what? Oh, you know, we haven't talked about We haven't talked about what do you think about the – because you're a big Twitter guy. Oh, shit. Yeah. How do you feel about everything going on Twitter and Elon Musk? 
Um, what do you think when he when he wrote my pronouns are prosecute slash Fauci? Now, look, I actually <laughs> I'm all for the pronoun game. My daughter is all into the pronouns. I believe like respect people. You want people whatever, like the pronouns. They should think about pronouns, and this is this is kind of a joke, but it's also true. I only use pronouns usually when I'm talking shit about somebody. Like yeah. she's a bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm never going to use pronouns with that person. Look, I'm only using when I'm talking about that person. So it's kind of like a weird thing. I try to respect people's culture, right? Uh-huh. If you love the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I'm not going to show up at the Super Bowl and be like, sports ball. <laughs> oh, what is it? Eighth down? Oh, how do you play? I'm only here for the halftime show. Crunch, 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 throwing salsa everywhere. Yeah. yeah. That sucks. Fuck that person. Well, that seems a little bit of a, a hyperbole when you're just saying somebody doesn't say pronouns. But similarly, if you love pronouns, I'm respecting that. Hey, yeah. all right. Oh, they, them? Sure. Hell yeah. yeah. Good for you. Yep. And then, you know, I don't like, to me, as someone who's not as involved, some of it seems a little bit silly, but so is everything that I don't get, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that I'm not into. Yeah. Like, there's sports that seem silly. Well, let's like, put it this way. Here's a good question. Yeah. So now when you do auditions, and also on Instagram or Twitter, like, you, you gotta write the, the option. Pronouns. You don't. They give you the option to say your pronouns. Sure. Hi, my name is Bill Dawes. I'm six foot tall, huge dick. My pronouns are he, him. And you feel like if you don't write them, they judge you? I feel like if you don't say your pronouns, they're going to be like, he didn't say his pronouns. Is he a, <laughs> is he a Republican? Does Interesting. He ha- Which I, is a weird thing to even cross my mind. I'm like, yeah. So I'm kind of so like, you're, I, guess you're I'll, I, guess I'll just, I guess I'll just say it. But I feel like – so now my Twitter or my Instagram has my pronoun. Z- oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Which is Zer, by the way. <laughs> yeah. No. has my pronoun. I haven't even done pronouns. I have he – and the only reason I'm doing it because I'm like, eh, just in case some industry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's not because I actually think there's anything that comes of it that's positive other than my own self-serving need to maybe virtue signal to people in the industry who are very left. <sighs> Man – I which is fine. I do think the if you're so left that you are full of hate all the time uh-huh. and are just trying to fucking dunk on people and expose everyone, there is not as many people to expose as you think there are. Most people are just fucking chilling. Yeah, you know. I agree. And if you're one of those people, I find you exhausting. Yeah. Even if I agree with you, there is a level of. Like, I, it's like you're the shittiest detective in the world, <laughs> and the and you're trying to solve the dumbest crime. Yeah, and it's like no one is asking you to do this. Yeah, it's and usually it's you know when it comes the lamest to like, hobby. Usually when it comes down to what is being expressed as an artist, yeah, it's sort of not. Um, it doesn't have any staying power. The exception to that would be. Kevin Hart losing the Oscar gig, right? Right. But, like, everybody else... Even who, that's not staying power, though. That's like... Oh, I mean, that just, like, got him out of the Oscars. Yeah. Within a, two months, you lose you lose whatever is right in front of you. Yeah. But after that, you're back. Yeah. Because I'm trying to think of... Because I remember Joe Coy had, had almost a similar joke to Kevin Hart's joke about killing his gay son. And he was, like... Jesus. Lambasted. Killing his gay son? What, what was the joke? It, it, the joke was basically, like, if he... If he came in, 
and saw his son banging a woman or walking on his son having sex with a woman and he'd be like oh there you go. that's that's my boy or whatever blah blah and then if he came and saw his son have sex with him, I'd be like oh like stab stab him something like that. it was something it was that's weird that's not, a weird okay, joke he did it better than what I just fucking relayed right, totally. but, but he was in the joke he is stabbing his gay son or the man his son is fucking I gotta say that's kind of weird it is weird but I will say this <laughs> that's it was also weird it was also 10 years ago right totally where that joke maybe wasn't great then but at least it was I like can't imagine uh-huh, it I get it or something everyone was like huh yeah you know, oh man we my gay, my gay son terrified of having a gay son <laughs> relatable yeah but it's funny because he's now that Joe Coy is like in the stratosphere yeah. that's not been brought up is like look what he said um, so I murdering like, your own son is a good punchline. I know, but I feel like <laughs> jokes, jokes that have um, that type of uh, the, the outrage. You know, I remember every time a new SNL cast member comes out. Oh, then also Shane Gillis that removed his SNL gig, but now he's bigger than ever as well. Totally. So it's almost like there's something being canceled is also like pretty good PR. It's incredibly good PR. <laughs> it's way better PR than not being canceled. But you got to sacrifice like like 6 months to a year. 6 months to a year and on some level like there is there is a uber liberal path mm-hmm. and you maybe cannot return to that for 5 years plus well, like, I guess like Louis C.K. is never going to be on a network show, right? Okay, but the, not that but, he ever would have been. But the, what I'm saying but is the difference saying. between what you did on the playing field and off the playing field. Off the playing field, shit, you can be canceled forever. Like there are comics we know that will never be back in a studio film. Totally. On the playing maybe field, twenty years. On the playing field, you mean like Shane Gillis on a podcast? No, no, no I mean like 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 stabbing f- your gay son in a joke. Is that yeah, on the playing field? What like you, what you, yeah, what you say on stage as a comic cannot truly get you canceled. Sure, that has like a little bit of effect. Yeah, you know? I mean, I, there is there is a plausible deniability of, but if you do something belief awful, within off, a stand-up act, yeah. and there should be, but if you do something off the reservation, like 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 if I ever got like really famous, um, they're going to come for this podcast <laughs> for sure, one hundred percent for sure. Things I've said they're, this podcast. They're going to come for me. No, they won't. What my greatest fear is to just be like, I finally no, get I- anything. <laughs> and they're like, that one time. You said this. But also. On the After Laugh podcast. But I Hilarious. Think, I think that the answer to that is if they come after you for something you said on a podcast, you just go, yeah, so? Apologize. No, I said something on a podcast. We all say shit. Moving on. I'm going to Jimmy Fallon. I'm not going to fucking apologize I'm for something writing I said that, that like I believe a, in. I'm writing a speech where a I joke? cry. I'm crying on an Instagram video. Because all, <laughs> all the people... Who, I am sorry. Please. All the people who did not apologize were fine. All the people who apologized were fine. No, the people... Louis C.K. apologized and he got fucking railroaded out of the goddamn country. He, he is not like other guys. Like, that was... Kevin a- Hart should never apologize for his fucking joke. You should not apologize for jokes you made. Shane Gillis did not apologize, and it made him a fucking hero. He was like, "Yeah, fuck it, I, I'm a mad TV guy anyway." You're like, "Damn, pimp." Yeah, I pre- I, I also, actually appreciate he's really that. funny. Yeah, so there's that. I you saw know. him in New York. Oh yeah, I just walked by him outside of the fat black pussycat, and I was yeah. like, 
Shane Gillis? Yeah, yeah. I hear he's a nice guy. He seems cool. Yeah. He seems funny as shit and cool. And also, there's so many hours and hours of podcasts now. Like, the fact that someone's going to pour over all this po- just to find some shit that a comic said that was a little bit unwieldy. It's exhausting. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Those people should be found. They, sh- they should get the same penalty that people who flop playing soccer should get. They should be publicly executed. Yellow card. No. <laughs> but is, execu- that, is that what happens to floppers? <laughs> Could you imagine? Soccer would be so much better. If you fucking flop. No more Neymar documentary. You go to jail. You go to fucking jail for flopping. They like, handcuff jail? you. They go to the field. They handcuff you. Yeah, because you flopped. I fuck. That's the biggest problem with soccer. The biggest problem with soccer because we talk about the World Cup. Biggest problem. And I played soccer mm-hmm. most of my life. True. Uh, is we're both left-handed f- soccer players. Yep. Is the flopping makes it a sport that is unappealing to Americans who want concussions and blood and John Madden in the dirt with the fucking fingers breaking and all that shit. That's what Americans I want. I don't think there is. Well, that's not true. There is. There is. They just don't get it, though. Like you get it if you watch it, if you play it. There is a level of theatrics you have to do to get calls. Okay, it, I, the I, pure dive is not really a thing as much anymore. Oh bullshit! I was. Here's the thing. Now that everything's super HK 4D mm. and all that shit, you watch in slow motion is in fucking 4K and shit like that. Okay. You watch people like someone runs by him and they, he jumps up holding all his All right, shin. yeah. I, and in the Netherlands-Argentina game, that did happen and it was yeah. fucking bullshit yeah. and I was screaming. And I feel like this is, what I, this, this is how you fix soccer. VAR ready? is supposed to fix this, but it fucking doesn't. Yeah, so they show it on the screen, and the ref had called a yellow card, and they show the guy not even being touched. They should be able to stop it and like do a challenge flag or something. Here's why soccer sucks. Okay. Every other fucking sport in America, which is the only goddamn good country in the world, uh-huh. God bless America, hashtag, uh-huh. <laughs> they change the rules every, like, they have, they look to at it. make it more exciting. Every five, ten years, like, we got UFC, football, baseball, they changed soccer. basketball, There's five hockey. subs now. VAR is a thing. They- oh, five subs. Exciting. No, seriously, like soccer, they should change the fucking rules, man. To make it more exciting? Absolutely. Dude, how many games can you watch that are one to zero? You know what I, I mean? hear you, my American. And friend. I love soccer, but yeah. but if if it was this this But you is, don't watch it. I mean I watch the World Cup. Because you think it's boring. It, it's almost like when I hear about the game, I'm like like I heard about Argentina, Croatia. I'm like, when did the first goal happen? I'll watch starting from there. Oh, it happened at the 65 minute mark. Perfect. I'll start watching from the 65 minute mark. Okay, here's my analogy. I'm gonna go sex, which is a little hacky, but this is how I feel about it. Something like football is like the male orgasm. Okay, mm. it's compartmentalized. It's quick. It's violent. Mm-hmm. It's Attack, attack, attack. It's like all at once, and then it's over, and everybody gets a rest. <laughs> yeah. Right? Soccer is like the female orgasm, right? You don't know when it's going to happen. There's a buildup. <laughs> There's a beauty in the journey. Almost, 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 oh, so close. So close. So close. So close. So close. It's like, oh, Almost. It's, it's the oh, edging. Oh, you fucking blew it. You Soccer blew it. Soccer is about the edging. Okay? It is you know about what? You're the winning me over. You're winning me over. And the disappointment. And it was so but close. But then if a game is so over. But, if, but I guess the game can over, be over at zero, 0 but then you have shootouts. I have seen thrilling zero zeros. 
if you appreciate, like, it's like jujitsu, right? But if you have sex with them and neither people come, that's fucking bullshit. It is bullshit, and that's a neither. No, <laughs> that's a lie. Nobody Fuck comes to sex; so they have to sit next to each other and masturbate. That's like the penalty kicks at the end. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's yeah. fucking life. But this, though, this is tr- but, and and here's the other thing. Yes, when you do get a three-two. When you do get a Netherlands Argentina uh-huh. last minute goal, it it is the variety of possibilities. It is the fact that you can go a whole game without scoring a single goal, but you can also score three goals in ten minutes. And and when that happens, you come so much harder than any mm. football fan. I don't know about that. You football are play, football fans come hard, drowning right? in they jism, come long, <laughs> hard, long, hard. Lot. But no. Now here's how you fix up. Right? <laughs> okay, okay. How do you fix, fix it? First, number one, <laughs> people have have become. People are more athletic. They're bigger now. Soccer was invented how many hundred, uh, two hundred years ago? Fucking, I don't know. Like whatever ten years ago? No, soccer was invented. <laughs> at least twenty years. No, soccer was, soccer was invented when Messi was. Let's born. say it was fucking a hundred years ago. <laughs> okay, okay, right? Yeah. So people were shorter. They couldn't fucking jump. We didn't have black people yet. Everybody was smoking, <laughs> drinking beer, and fucking <laughs> yeah. So, like, you, goalies were like, oh, I can touch the fucking goalpost, yeah. right? Make the goal a foot wider and a foot higher. Number one, just that, out of the gate, you have a way better game. A foot higher, foot wider. Okay. Okay? <laughs> Number two, <laughs> 10 players aside. We don't need 11 players aside. 10 players aside. Less players. It gets so fucking crowded and everyone's kicking. It looks like a Hummer <laughs> League. You know okay. what I mean? Uh-huh. Less players. Less players. If people flop. Smaller field. More people. We can keep the field the same. Make okay. people fucking run. Okay. Because um, we're, we're saying the parameters we got, right? I'm just saying it's rule changes, right? Then make, um, if people flop, they have, they, have, they have challenges. You can do challenges like in the NFL. Right, throw the mm-hmm. throw the fucking flag. Okay, and if people how many fucking, a game? People flop and get a red card. Red card. Okay, a red card for flopping. <sighs> and I think subs should be like hockey subs. Like the, the action doesn't stop. I can get behind hockey subs. You know, I can get behind Just hockey. Keep subs. going. Like whoa, 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 go go go. Yeah, hockey subs would Not be an stop, interesting. Time out. Uh, if you make it game. a little bit more like hockey in many ways, it it might be better. But you know, hockey they change a lot of the rules to make the games more exciting. I have a question though. Uh-huh. There does exist, and this is this is what I play. I play six v six half field pickup, uh-huh. and I way prefer that because I like to touch the ball every two minutes or I'm bored. Yeah, like I want to be fully involved in almost every play. Yeah, I love. I w- I want to play 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 to the max. Yeah, and eleven eleven, especially if you're like. It's either you're a defender and you touch the ball a lot, but you're not really doing anything that cool, or you're a striker and you get to do the cool shit, but you might go 15 minutes without touching it. Yeah. If yeah. if you're on a team that is losing, and if you're if you're playing 10 v 10, yeah, and you have a Messi on your team, his ability to make more plays and more magic increases. That's true because he has more room. Totally. I think- why why stop at 10? Why not go to six? Why not do seven v seven? Look, I'm talking about. Things, incremental things you can do. Okay. L- literally. I'm not even like being – if I had any power in this fucking world, if I could get Elon Musk's attention, he yeah. should buy FIFA buy and FIFA. implement these fucking rules. Okay. Because people will bitch and moan and scream their fucking faces off for a minute and then they'll be fine. And then they'll, they'll be like, oh, like it. the game's better. 
Yeah. About four, five, five, four, three, it, two, all the time. It could be better. It could be better. Because I do love the basics of it so much. It won't, wh- how will it change the basics? What will change? What, what? People will shoot a little bit more because the goal is a little bit bigger. It will change like tactics and stuff. I think that I think the offsides they should have. I think at the um, I'll say offsides should be. It should have to be after way a more level. offsides than it is. They are. But how would you measure that? They're like, currently calling stick? it. That's that's why they don't do it. But like they're currently calling it like someone's elbow is offsides, and they call the goal off. Oh, and that's it's so fucking, fucking bullshit. Dumb. It's, but they sh- they should have a line. Sucks. They should have a line at the uh, at the one fourth mark. Between top of the key and midfield or whatever, the you one know what it should be. That's like you, you can be there. You can. That's be, currently half field, but I hear you. That's not a terrible. In idea. between half field and and the goal, like right there, that line, someone could just cherry pick and hang out there. Okay, that would massively change the tactics. But I hear you because that would prevent teams from doing the thing they do now, which is they're like super compact. Yeah, and the press because so someone the field could just, will be spread out a little bit more. So it would be spread out way more. Because you'd have people just going back and forth on that fucking line. That would make philosophies like the current Liverpool team obsolete, which is they play pretty good, but I don't know. That, that would be interesting. But I hate when you see people like they, they get called offsides when they're at half field, like just crossing half field. They're I would like, say oh, this, is, stop. this is the change I would make. Instead of having any player, any part of the player's body pass the line of the last the entire defender, body. the entire body. Boom. That's a clear callable rule that everyone and would they understand. Now, that they can see that now with AI, right? So if you're half on, if you're half on, you're on. So if with, you're all the way on except your foot is level, you're on. So with aren't they looking at the offsides are the offsides called be overturned by AI now? Not AI because they're showing the AI, video the video. Well, that is AI. The, okay, they're yeah, showing so that they have the video. But if they get AI, it wrong, do they reverse it? I think they. I thought they did. Now, here's the thing. with This is a little conspiratorial, but, like, they show you the graphic. And the graphic that's generated is, is never always wrong, right. Yeah. Right? You're so right. <laughs> it's a little bit like if you ever watch tennis, yeah, they got, like, the it. eagle eye. And they show you the outline. And you'd like, okay. Like, who, how, where'd that come from? <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, but, but it does make people... It makes people a accept lot, it. They go, okay, fuck it. The ball, the, the ball, the picture of the ball is there. You got, it. yeah. Anyways, I hope I hope Messi wins on Sunday. I'm gonna. Why be do up. you care? Because I love soccer. I watch it like every what week. But Mbappe, racist. No, Messi is the greatest player of all time, and he's never won the World Cup, and it's the only thing that leaves a. Because he's won the Championships Leagues, he won the Premier League, he's won all those, right? He's won everything but the World Cup, and it is the one thing that he would always have over Ronaldo to end the debate. And by the way, if he if he loses this World Cup, that's probably it. One thousand percent. Because he's in four lucky. years, he's going to be thirty-eight. I think he's going to be like forty. I think he's 35, 36 yeah, right so now. This is probably his last fucking chance to get that cup. I'm shocked he's playing as well as he is at his current age. But this he's is like it. 34, 35. How old is he? I think he might God be 36. Damn, make me feel like shit about myself. Like, oh, that old fuck. I'm not saying he's that old but in like a human life, but for a professional athlete, he's definitely old. You know, like LeBron won his last thing with the Lakers. This is that for Messi. Then I'm thinking he's 35. Oh, he's 35. So he just well, he just tur- he's turned 35 end of June. Next two years, he's gonna decline a little bit. And and you know how you see the decline? 
and it's sad to see, but I've been watching it with Ronaldo. Ronaldo's younger. No, Ronaldo's 38, 39 now. No. Uh-huh. And it's, and it's kind of over. He's really? just about finished. Don't get me How wrong. How was his World Cup? I didn't, I didn't, he, was he was bad. Really? Mm-hmm. He scored a penalty, and he really didn't do much else. Beca- and here's what it is. It's not necessarily that his speed oh, he's 37, yeah. or his ability to jump drops off. Mm-hmm. The thing that ultimately changes mm-hmm. and finishes your career is that the aura is gone, right? So, like, the def- two years ago, Ronaldo does a step over. Everybody jumps. Everybody yeah. believes it. Yeah. Now he does that same step over, and the defenders are like, nah, he ain't got this. Yeah. Well, part I of can it, take this guy. Well, part of it is like, you, I mean, I, I do think, like, let me put it this way. As someone who is an older man, <laughs> my strength has, has diminished in some ways a little bit. But, like, right. some of my strength, like my tensile strength, like this type of strength, mm-hmm. Like, it, it only increase Like, old man strength is a fucking thing. Yeah. Like, some of these people, like, in their 60s, 70s, you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. So, um, so, but my speed. Yeah. You will always lose speed. Yep. More than anything else. Strength, you can actually kind of gang in the crew, and, um, but you'll lose speed. So, I think he's just not as fast as he was. That's what it is. Yeah. It's, he's not as fast, and also, I don't know, he's, he's like... His attitude has not uh, changed at all. He yeah. still is entitled to the same level of treatment and give me the ball right now that he had at like 33. Uh-huh. And people are not putting up with it anymore because he's not producing. Mm. Because, you know, he's just not quite... Well, he's definitely never going to be in a World Cup again. No. Yeah, that's done so. And the other thing, um, if you want a perfect example of a player... Aging like fine wine. Mm-hmm. Look no further than Francis Olivier Giroud. Oh, Giroud. He has, is a player that has just gotten better and better and How better. How old is he? He must be 36. Mm. And he is probably the best he's ever been. Yeah. And he's slow. But he's yeah. been slow his whole career. Yeah. In his 20s, everyone called him slow. Yeah. He's in his 30s now, and he's still slow. Yeah. But his slow game has been perfected. His, was he played? Striker, striker, ah. but he is not. He will never be. He's beat good you. with the head. He's good with his head. He's stronger than everybody. His touch, his vision, his hold-up play, all that other stuff is great. And he's been working on that his whole career. Yeah. So keep keep an eye out. On we him. lost everyone in this podcast talking about soccer. So much. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> it started off so interesting too. I was like, we're really cooking. We're really cooking. Man, all of a sudden we went deep cuts. People don't care about soccer so much. It's crazy. They don't care. I, don't I think, found this place. I, I love how people. I lo- what, what I loved about America and the <laughs> World Cup is we all knew they were going to lose soon. Yeah. And they won that one game. And it was like, yeah. And they're commercials. And you're like, okay. And the second they lose, all of a sudden, the entire United States of America doesn't give a shit about soccer again. They go from loving soccer to not giving a shit. And in that's why we're bad. Four seconds. And that's why we're bad. But I still care. <laughs> Do you care about the U.S. team? Do you have any investment? For, but the problem I with the U.S. team is like— I care about the U.S. team from the perspective of a United States soccer player who would love soccer to be more popular. Mm-hmm. And I recognize that one of the main ways that that happens is that we— Change develop- the fucking rules. Maybe. Look. Look at football. Mm-hmm. 
Football. I don't know if you're a big football fan or not. I'm, you know, I'm not. I root for the Panthers if they're good. In my lifetime, football has become an inc- way better a sport. Mm. It's way better. The first imp- thing that was implemented in my lifetime that you don't remember when I was a kid. Yeah. You couldn't go- do two-point two conversions in the NFL. Weird. Two-point conversions, I think, started in the, like, the late 90s or something. Or something like that. Maybe early 2000s. But they were not – in the 80s, they didn't have two-point conversions. It was, it was just the field goal. Mm. That made it way better a game. Right? How's this for a rule change? What? Every time you score a goal, you get to take a penalty kick to score a second goal. <laughs> if you're losing. <laughs> what if, what if, what if every time you score a goal, you get to take – it like costs half a point. <laughs> yeah. I think there would be something cool about the fact that they had like this big – like a three-point arc where you could take, take a shot and make two points. Two but goals? Then, but then everyone would just be fucking doing haymakers all day long, just kicking yeah. out of bounds. It'd get boring. Like, if you're behind, you just be, like, fucking <laughs> lobbing it. A bigger goal and a three-point line? <laughs> yeah, so you're just a bigger goal. But the problem is these— What about way bigger goal, two goalies? <laughs> and you got, they're diving into each other all the time? Heads, <laughs> concussions. Just some, I, I just don't understand why there, there's this weird— Everything that's European and global and cosmopolitan and not American, there's this— one thing I like about America and the way we look at things, the way we look at everything in life is because we don't have this like tradition of mm. hundreds of years, of thousands of years, um, other than the oppression of minorities, other than that. But because we don't have we, – we, we're okay, we give shit up. We're like, okay, let's fix it. Let's make it better. Let's make it more modern. Let's advance it. Let's get the thing better. Yeah, we are like, the, definitely the nation of new. Like we, like we changed football. We changed hockey. We changed – I mean every sport that is an American sport – we, when are they going to fix baseball? They fixed baseball. They made the stadium smaller so you can hit more home runs. Okay. And I, and they and they are and you know, they keep changing it. That's true. Did you hear about this is a thing in baseball. They they call it the shift. Mm. They What's like that? they do something where if a guy has a higher percentage to hit in a certain area, then the whole team shifts over and it's been like too effective defensively to they were to where they think they might ban it. Interesting. But another like, thing about that's ba- an interesting point. Is like, think, and you know. I don't like baseball. I think it's boring. But at the same time, like, th- there are I don't know why it's games boring. that go to like eleven to nine. You know why it's boring? Because it's an American tradition. Mm. It's that tradition thing. They can't fix it, but they do. Like I said, they made it a little bit. They allowed people to have steroids for about ten years so they could hit home runs. <laughs> yeah, that was lit. <laughs> that was fun. Everyone should be able to do steroids, in my opinion. Okay, here's one interesting thing that they do in hockey that they should do in soccer. Uh-huh. When you get a yellow card, you should have to sit in the penalty box and they have a man advantage. Great idea. Hockey has a lot of cool rules like that. And the subs, the yellow cards and the subs, and then you sit down, you, you run back in, that would run back in. That would be a dope rule that would definitely minimize flopping. Uh-huh. And also, hmm... It might it might make it harder to defend. Things that make it harder to defend are probably good though. Because the red card thing is kind of bullshit. Because the red card, like you get the red card, you're out for that game and the next game. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, oh, I like it. We just solved the fucking problem of soccer. I also don't like the five yellows you get suspended for a game. I think that's kind of dumb. But I guess yeah, it's, it's for fair fucking play or stupid. Yeah, but people get yellow cards for the dumbest shit. Too. They do. 
and you get two, then you're out for the next game. I don't know. Yeah, I don't like it. I think soccer needs to be fixed. I got I got a thing for soccer. Mm-hmm. Then we'll get off this topic because it's boring. <laughs> Referees have to do a press conference after the game where they explain what the fuck was going on. What do you mean? Referees make crazy you really, you calls. Th- you think they're putting their thumb on the scale that much, the refs in soccer? It's not even that they're putting the thumb on the scale intentionally. It's that they are doing some wild shit that I want a fucking explanation for. Well, all they, all they, they, they call what they think is a, is a penalty from a flop, usually, and then they call offsides. What else are they calling? They're calling pens, fouls, offsides. They're, they're making calls the whole game. And some calls are bad, and all I want to... That's that's okay. Mm-hmm. I just want to hear from their mouth mm-hmm. what they thought happened. Yeah. Because I saw it on the replay. Give me an example. Something you saw that you were like, this, is, was it a flop? Yeah. I mean, even even in the Netherlands game, they, it's just like, okay, after every game, the coaches and the players go in front of the press mm-hmm. and field the most boring, <laughs> stupid questions about, like, hustle and team spirit or whatever the fuck yeah. you have to say. And it's pointless. Yeah, but I would watch an interview with the referee where the press is like, "Why wasn't that a penalty?" And they're like, "Oh, oh shit, I wasn't paying attention." I'm fucking thinking about the <sighs> stove. I had I was an itchy, about some I had pussy an I got. asshole, and I just couldn't like shake it out. It was just up there, so deep, yeah, and I was. Honest, I had diarrhea I for the last fifteen minutes. I would, I would accept that. I'd be like, "Oh, he had diarrhea." Ah, the diarrhea clause. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, you're. Hey, fine. He had diarrhea. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but I just got to go home thinking that they're evil and there's a conspiracy. <laughs> but really, they had diarrhea, and I want to hear that. Yeah, what a thankless fucking job. That's like refs for the UFC too. They like Soccer everyone cops. hates them, hates them. Yeah, they want to murder them. Yeah, man. All right, so we're done with soccer. No more fucking ever. Oh, go one, one more thing. One more sports thing. This is soccer. Damn it! What? This is a chess thing. Oh Jesus! That's this not a sport. What are you out of your mind? Chess boxing. Have you oh, heard of this? Chess boxing. This is the new thing that's becoming incredibly popular. I don't think it's true. It's very true, and I'll I show you a video. You. Okay. Men are doing it. Women are doing it. So every time you get a, someone's piece, you punch them in the face. Not quite. Four rounds. You start the game on the chessboard. For a minute and 30 seconds, you're playing blitz chess. At a minute and 30 seconds, the table goes up. They put on boxing gloves. They box for a minute and 30 seconds. Now that they're a little concussed, they go back to the chessboard. And this happens four times. If you chaos, if you either checkmate someone or TKO them, you win. What the And the chess fuck? clock runs out at the end of the fourth round. Was this like all I'll these, send you a video. All these nerdy chess players. Like, everyone thinks we're pussies, man. We're not pussies, dude. We're tough. We can fight. There we got to prove people. It's, it's a combo. It's like, you know, every hot girl wants people to think they're smart, and every smart girl wants them, people to think they're hot? Yeah. Every chess player wants people to think they're tough, and every boxer... Do they? Do chess players really want people to think they're tough? Not tough, but like, hey, I'm not a pussy, right? <laughs> and then the boxers are like, just because I've taken a thousand shots to the face every day for the last eight but years, wait, that I'm, game, I can play chess. That game is so fucking easy, because, oh, because it's, it's blitz. Okay, because I was like, you could be a dumb fucking boxer. Yeah. Just know, just memorize your first five or six moves. Mm-hmm. Then when the boxing comes, just knock the fuck out of that goddamn nerd. And you'll win every match. You can do that. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I'm sure that there is like some level of weight class, right? <laughs> and this, and there's a lot of mismatches, to be fair, which is why it's funny. 
there's like I'm coming in here as the chess master, but I don't know much about boxing, so I'm going to run around the ring the whole boxing match. What? There, so there's a big old ring that they're in? So they're the in chess a boxing ring. In the middle of the ring, and then, the, and and the then the they lift it. And the chess lowers from the ceiling. So there's like serious money behind this. And there's an audience. It was big. <laughs> it just happened like two weeks no ago. No way. The che- they called it the – and they didn't just do chess. They it also was an did, exhibition, right? It was an exhibition. Oh, for sure. It's never going to happen again. People loved it. It's going to happen again. It's going to be an annual thing. Oh, my – an annual thing. It was all Twitch streamers and YouTubers. Oh, wow. Who are like – like they play chess on Twitch. But you know what I like about that? And they learn to box. They're all bad. You know what I like about that? Yeah. I, I like that idea protracted into a bunch of other shit too. Like gamers. Like have these like these video gamers, these 18-year-old pimply Korean kids. Yes. And all of a sudden – Time out. They have to fucking fight each other they did. MMA style. They did. They Super, did that? They did Super Smash Bros. boxing. Two oh, people are fuck. playing Super Smash Bros. <laughs> now they're boxing. They're punching oh, each other. I'm kind of into that. It's ridiculous. But yeah. it, I, I couldn't. I had to watch it. Yeah, I, I, could, I could fuck with that a little bit. The, the, yeah. the one bad part is that the transitions take like... Oh, Two minutes, yeah. No. So like, because you gotta like we'll bring on the dancing elephants. Take at that the point. box. You gotta fucking lift the table, put the boxing gloves on. Yeah, so I'm not slightly cooler than it is. Yeah, no, for but sure. it, it is entertaining. Yeah, I could see that more so than just a regular chess match. <laughs> well, yeah, and I'll watch a regular chess match. That's how much of a nerd I am. By the way, that would also make soccer better. Timeout, free for all brawl, and that's what they did with hockey. Yeah. Hockey, to, to be honest, I'm surprised hockey's not more popular because they really did everything right. I'm surprised hockey isn't illegal. It's crazy that they let people just fight like that with their bare fists. I don't That's understand That's a Mandingo shit. I can't believe it. It is loco. Yeah. Because I mean, they're, they're, they're not fighting like, ha-ha. They're like, they're like punching hey, the shit I'm out of get, I want to get win points. They're like, I want to kill you. I want to knock you unconscious. And then everyone cheers and the, the team is like, hey, great fight out there. <laughs> that is crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, it's complete sanctioned fucking like street fighting, like pit fighting. It is street fighting. Yeah. They're people. It's fucking bananas. Hockey players are so nuts. They will bare knuckle punch the shit out of someone with a helmet on. Yeah. And I'm, then and that happens once NBA, everyone like freaks the fuck out. I, I guess the rule is they allow white people to fight. Yeah. Once black people fight, oh shit, look at the thugs. That's a good point. If hockey players were all black, that would not fly. <laughs> that would not fly for a second. That's so true, Damn. man. Damn. Whoa. Could you imagine? Yeah. They'd be like, oh, well, that's their thing. But I got to say, if a hockey players were all black, people would watch it. Yeah, because it would be a better sport. It would be a better sport. <laughs> people zipping by that. But you would never see the puck. It'd be going so fast. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. Hockey is too fast already with white people. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I went to a hockey game before. And, like, fuck? literally, I don't give a fuck who the fuck you are. You never can see the fucking puck. Ever. You can't see the puck. And also, it's like... Offsides rule in hockey is a little weird. But didn't they change it to make it more offensive? Like you got to shove the puck down there and then yeah, everybody crosses icing the Icing and all that fucking bullshit. Icing. Yeah, anyway. The icing on the cake. Hey now. hey So I think we solved most of the world's problems. Anything else that we, uh, we, we missed in our, in our time away? Oh, this is the last thing I'll bring up. Oh. I, I'm a Bad Bunny fan now. Oh, yeah, Bad Bunny. I don't know much about Bad Bunny. I keep hearing his name. So... I, I thought it was that chick for a second. They catch me outside, girl. Bad th- baby. Yeah, bad I was baby. confused. For I a while. thought it was too. Yeah. And my friends were like, "We, I love Bad Bunny. All the Latinas, they love <laughs> Bad Bunny." Okay. Yeah. And 
I was like, who is this guy? Why should I care? I listened to a couple songs. Uh-huh. It kind of bounced right off me, yeah. right? And I yeah. was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. He's rapping too fast. I don't speak Spanish. I've been on my Spanish journey, right? Uh-huh. Been speaking and learning Spanish more seriously for about a year. Yeah. And then I found out he's the most popular artist worldwide two years running. And I was like, what? Whoa. How is that possible? Nobody is. Then I see a bunch of my friends go to his concert. This man mm. is causing stadiums of people to weep. Okay, what? T- what? T- is he? Is he like doing ballads? Yeah, he's singing f- to the ladies because every great star. amor. Exactamente, mm. hombre. This dude mm. is, and oh. he has a great origin story. What is it? He's he's Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. Puerto Ricano, Puerto Ricano, Puerto Ricano, mm-hmm. and he's like just a every man. He was like bagging groceries. He was groceries. working construction. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He's like he's broke, but he has a dream. Yeah, yeah an apron, a hard he's in hat. Puerto Rico, uh-huh. and his song goes organically viral on from SoundCloud. TikTok. SoundCloud. On SoundCloud. Okay, it's pre pre TikTok. Gets picked. It was up. a song. It was like a ballad song. It was like a song. He does like reggaeton. Reggaeton. So it's a little bit of a rap vibe. It's basically like. Rap, like auto tune, mm-hmm. Drake, mm-hmm. XXX Tentacion, rap over a Latin reggaeton beat. Nice. <laughs> so all his songs you could dance to. Mm-hmm. They're happy, they're sad. You could dance to all of them. Yeah. And the Puerto Ricans they love to dance. Yeah. So he's got all of the cultural vibes oozing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he kind of like is sensitive. Mm, like Drake he's he's like Drake yeah yeah he's in the shower a lot crying except that Drake is a little bit more like douchey this guy seems so down to earth and like is he hot yeah oh he's hot he's hot is he ripped he's hot but he's relatably hot okay you know what I mean so he has like maybe two pack but not a six pack like like but he's also kind of feminine like he wears like dresses and shit like he's kind of like okay he's a product of our time oh and he's and he also refuses to rap in English. He mm, speaks English. I like that. He speaks English, but he's not. He's like he's not a sellout. He's every Latin. He's the opposite of a sellout. Every time somebody thinks he's going to do one thing, he does whatever the fuck he wants to do. He doesn't mm, give a shit. Nice. So he's not corroborating with Justin Bieber on his song. He's not. He did one song with Drake. Okay, but that makes sense. Like a bunch of years ago. Other than that, he only collabs with Ed Sheeran. Latin artists. Okay. Other Latin artists, like he puts other Latin artists on. I like it. And he's like, I'm going to become, he didn't even set out to do this. But he's like, I'm going to become the most popular artist in the world in Spanish to prove it can be done. Wow. I think he might be the first one to ever do it. Really? Like, like. Because soccer is the most popular sport in the world, but yes. we don't give a shit about America. I'm sure there are other artists that are the most popular in the world that we don't give a shit about America. There's people, there's people like Pitbull, Shakira, right? Mm-hmm. But they switch to English. When they do that, oh, they have yeah. Latin, they have Spanish songs people don't listen to. This guy's like, no, 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 I'm staying Spanish, I'm staying with my people, and mm. also like when political shit goes down in Puerto Rico, like he goes back and he gets involved, nice. he helps out, and he just seems like a real ass dude. Yeah, I watched like a YouTube documentary on him. Oh, I like that. And um, he's gonna have to collaborate with Lin Manuel Miranda for real. And the other thing is like he has bangers. Yeah, like you listen to the songs and you're like, I want to oh, dance. Oh shit! I want to dance. I want to cry. You look up the lyrics. Do you listen? Is it is it fuck music? Do you, is it music? Like, man, I could fuck to this. He has got in similarly to Drake. He has got the perfect blend of like 
Seventy percent of the music is like from the heart. Mm-hmm. He's singing to a girl. Thirty percent is from the dick, and thirty percent is like I'm dancing. I'm fucking. Yeah. you know what I mean. Uh-huh. So I'll have to check him out, man. Check him out because I, I I I decided to go back and listen to it. I was like, there's no way the whole planet can be wrong. Yeah, and I was like, I get it. Yeah, this recent album he's put out, you could listen to it front to back. All right, man. I will check it out. So let, let uh, actually let's end this with some uh, some year end maybe recommendations for people to things to watch and do. Okay. So, I think everyone should watch the rehearsal on. Um, should I finish it? I HBO? watched like three episodes and I got a little bored. You got bored, but I Nathan blew my fucking mind. Nathan for you is my favorite show ever. Nathan but, for you, but, it's like this for you, but with a huge fucking budget. I got. I don't know why I got a little bored. Well, it's cringy. Yeah. It's fuck. But Nathan for you, I always just found to be so funny. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair this, enough. This, but I, I'm gonna finish it because I love him. I love Nathan Fielder. But. It's, it's pretty fucking crazy. Oh, right. Okay. Mo on Netflix has not been renewed yet, so watch Mo on watch Netflix Mo. <laughs> and double like it with the double thumbs up. Have you done that, Tommy? Mm-hmm. It still hasn't been renewed, and I know even Mo is like, "What the fuck is going on? Fucked up." It needs to be renewed, and I need to be as here as regular. Yes. Using the secret. Come on. Let's do it. Alaska Daily, people. Watch Alaska Daily. Watch ABC, it. Hulu. I'm on that. Watch Wedding Season, Hulu. I'm on that. Rookie Feds. Don't watch that. <laughs> NCIS. Coming up watching that. The Damn. other two, HBO. Definitely watch that. The other two, it's Lauren Michaels, Broadway Video. It's fucking hilarious, Tommy. You'd love it. Okay. Because I, I actually had booked a different episode of NCIS. And that, and I had to choose. And then, and is that the clip you posted of you walking in like, it's me. You know who it is. No, that's from Alaska Daily. But, um, <laughs> that was cool. But uh, the other two, <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, fuck, this bullshit. I was getting paid like $2,500. Like, this is garbage. And I watched I was like, this is fucking brilliant. You should wow. watch it. It's really good. They're the really other two? Funny. It's called The Other Two. Okay. Zero people have heard of it. I got some recommendations. Yeah. This Fool on Comedy Central. Chris Estrada and Frankie Quinones. So good. What is it? This Fool is a series? It's basically like Latino Los Angeles uh, Seinfeld. Ah. It's Chris Estrada is a comic. He's so fucking funny. Go see him live if you get a chance. Same with Frankie Quinones. I didn't know Frankie Quinones would be so fucking good. He's good in it, yeah. And they got uh, Jamar Neighbors. From the comedy uh. store, and then that fucking dude from The Sopranos—I forget his name—but he's in White Lotus. I forget the guy, but he's like he's like a legit actor. Oh, Michael Imperioli. Yes, yes. Yeah. And it's like Chris Estrada, like with his family, like living in LA, and he's like, and it's good, huh? And it's just like relatable. It's like a relatable uh. sitcom. But Is it, it like laugh tracky? Like people like no, 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 no it's laugh like track. One one single camera. Okay, yeah. And um, you'll watch it, and you'll be like, "How has this not been made yet?" You know what I mean? Interesting. How have I never seen this? Yeah. Because, like, you look, look on the streets of L.A. It's, like, mostly Latinos, right? Yeah. And they don't really even have that many shows. I mean, how many George Lopez shows can you do? Right? Well, this is this is way more real and modern and authentic. I love it. Yeah. This full. Yeah, this full. Check it out. It just got season two. And nice. it deserved it. It was really good. Oh, very cool. What and else? And Bad Bunny. Check out Bad Bunny. Um, Attack on Titan. <laughs> oh, we never talked about Attack on Titan. <laughs> what so else? I lost my boner for it. 
You lost your. When did you lose your boner? I I want deep cuts. I want probably like. Uh, it, it wasn't like I lost my butt, but I just started going like. It was interesting. It was interesting. It was interesting, and maybe it was one of those things where like, when time passed and I wasn't still watching it, the urge to get back into it just yeah. wasn't there. It's kind of intense and fucked up. I have rewatched it. Since. The whole thing. Yeah, I tell you what it is, Tommy. I, I was thinking about this. This is about I can anime see how it's not for everyone. No, it's really cool. Yeah. And by the way, they have tried to make live action versions of it, which Hilarious. I'm sure are terrible. Impossible. That being said, I just cannot emotionally invest in a cartoon. Uh. I can't. I, with, oh, 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 yeah. oh, why are you doing that? Oh, there they come. Oh, the, it like, is a lot I don't of that. care. Like when they die, I'm not going to cry that a fucking cartoon dies. Yeah. But I can still cry. If a person fake dies, if a human being that I like fake dies in the show. Coco. Coco made me cry. Coco? The Pixar movie. Oh, okay. Well, that's also a little bit different because the difference between the animation is a lot more like warm and lifelike. Anime is very kind of like it's, – it's so stylized. It's hard to emotionally yeah. connect with those people because the giant How eyes. How far did you my, get? I mean, God. Pretty deep, man. Pretty fucking deep, bro. It's really season three that I feel like. I'm sure I went through season three because I because you know then you start finding out that a lot of the a lot of these um, giant what were they called the giant humanoids what are they called again are like people are people you yeah, start yeah. finding other people like, well, I don't know Sorry. this one was like my mom and this one like looked just like my mom I couldn't believe it and all that stuff oh, okay okay yeah you made it pretty far so I knew that there was some sort of thing connected to like this is all. And then they had the wall titans that were living inside the wall. I'm like, this is just fucking weird. They're just sitting there inside the wall with their eye poking out. Yeah. It's just Everything gets bananas. explained. It's, it's like a mystery. Does it get explained where you're like, oh, that's really cool? Or does it get explained like Lost gets explained where you're like, this is garbage? No, it, it all gets explained. It, it Some of it is like, okay. But I find I found most of the explanations to be satisfactory because it always like escalates. Yeah. It escalates... In a way that I, I, I was like, man, I'm also about to finish Breaking Bad, and I will give that the same. Breaking Bad has been really good. Oh, you've never seen Breaking Bad for before. the first time. I'm I'm on season five now. Oh yeah, and it's, and it's six seasons, right? I think it's just five. I think I'm almost done. I think it's six. Yeah. Now Breaking Bad is they they had a couple missteps along the way, like ooh, the sister is a kleptomaniac. Who gives a fuck? But like in general, right. I think that was nearly a flawless series. That's an interesting point. Oh, plane going over. Uh, yeah, Breaking Bad is fucking awesome. Everyone tells me to watch The Wire. I just cannot do it. I can't do it. Uh, another show that's good. This is another anime. Death Note. Death, Death Note? Note? Yeah. Did they make a movie, a uh, live action movie with fucking... I haven't seen that. It's probably terrible. Death Note. Death Note's good. Okay. Death Note's really good. And that is like... But there's a... It's similar to Breaking Bad in a way because there is a point where... They have this amazing dynamic that they've created in the show between these two characters. It's like antagonist, protagonist. And they are perfect equals. And they're both geniuses. And they're both like trying to outsmart each other. And and it's like a chess match. Yeah. And it's like, it is like Walter White and um, Gustavo. Uh Uh-huh. And then that arc ends and the show is never the same. Mm. They keep it going for another like certain amount of episodes because they have to wrap it up. But the show will never 
it will never be as good as it was when you have those two characters that are perfectly matched. Yeah. And, yeah. and I feel the same about... I haven't finished Breaking Bad. But I'm on season five, post-Gustavo, spoiler alert. I'm really going crazy with the spoilers here. Spoiler, who gives a shit? Breaking Bad ended ten years ago. But, but like, Walter versus Gustavo? Yeah. Perfect. And there's no way the end of the show is going to get better than the end of season four. Maybe okay. I'm wrong. No, I, I, I think... I will say this about the ending of Breaking Bad. It's not the, it's not the most satisfied ending of all time. Yeah. But it, like... it. Scratches the itch. You know what I mean? That's you don't, you don't all leave, you can ask for. You don't leave for. going like, what were you doing, Sopranos? Yeah. Or, what was that, Dexter? It was not like that. It's like you kind of go, okay, cool. We, we got things are tied up. That's how Death Note is. Where you're like, okay, this was, you did it. Yeah. You did what you had to do and thank you for doing that in yeah. a way that Game of Thrones didn't. Yeah, yeah, Game yeah. of Thrones made me mad. All, all you have to do, all you have to do is like, once you've given the peak ultimate moment in a show and it keeps the jump going the shark moment yeah the jump the shark you just gotta end it you gotta end it as soon, soon. as possible within within a fucking yeah within a season within a season by the way house of the dragon was garbage good Did you like it i i it was refused to watch garbage first of all nothing happens episode two she's like oh i'm the rightful queen are you the rightful queen i'm the rightful queen the last episode I'm the rightful queen, but would people accept you? Like, who uh, who gives a fuck? Boring. Yeah, it was Here's really the thing. Dumb. George R. R. Martin, he wrote those books. It took him years and years and years. They were great. You can't you can't just do that. You can't pretend that you're going to do that. <laughs> yeah, you again can't spend your year. entire life being a fucking nerd and churn this shit out, and then all of a sudden like turn out some new shit in a couple of years. But it's not even him. Like he's like involved. He's involved because he's accepting quotes. checks. Yeah, because he wants the money. Yeah, I don't blame course, him. Of course, he earned it. But, yeah. like, really, it's this team of people who are not him, pretending yeah. to be him, and yeah. they ain't him. Yeah. Anyways. No, it's really, it's really it. bad. Was there, anything, was there anything else that was uh, interesting on, on the thing or the blah, 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 the blah, 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 um, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's all I can think of at the moment. I, yeah. I hope this year I'm trying to be successful, okay? I'm, yeah. I feel like I've been kind of, like, hiding Yeah. a little bit. You've been a piece of shit, Tommy. I have. Been. Step up. It's uh, this year as a 28 year old. I'm like I'm not a fucking kid anymore. Mm-mm, you're off your. Fu- you, you can rent a car on your own. You're off your parents' insurance. I need to go out and get some shit for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Or like it's now or never a little bit because I really have not gotten anything. By the way, I have just, not gotten anything. Let me just say this as an old man. Yeah. A lot of people look at me like, "Oh, look at this old man. Where, what, where are you? What, what have you done? And what did but you know? There, there's definitely this in the comedy world of like, oh, you don't have a Netflix special, you don't have an HBO special, you blah blah blah. These people in their twenties, and I'm kind of like, uh, I was on Broadway at 25, bitch. You've done a lot of shit. You know what I mean? So I, God, I feel so, I'm so insecure saying this. <laughs> don't, bro. <laughs> but the Dude, point, but the point is like, insecure. life just. My point is for you, Tommy, is like. Life just keeps happening, dude. Life is flying and, by. And you can kind of like, and you can kind of go, oh, this is cool. And then all of a sudden, five years pass, you're like, I'm in the same place. Hmm. That's amazing. As I'm in the same place right now, literally. Yeah. <laughs> but at least like, you're like doing the thing in a meaningful way, in my opinion. Like you are participating in the industry. I'm not. If mm. I'm being like, come to Jesus fully mm-hmm. in the way that I wanted to be. Yeah. I am not participating in the film industry, 
in uh, stand-up even. Even stand-up. And that's like my main thing. Yeah. I'm producing shows. I can go to New York and I can book a bunch of like shitty shows that are like they're going to maybe pay me $15. Yeah. Like that's a little depressing. Like I've been doing it for a long time and I would really like to get something, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I haven't really been playing the game that wisely. You got, I, comedy more than anything is about playing the game. That's yeah. the one thing I learned because I never, I've never been a hanger outer. I never smooze. I never go out there like, hey, I never go hang out at the clubs or put the comedy store. Hey, put in Facetime. Nah, I don't put book me or not. And the result is I don't get booked. Yeah. And I so mean, there is something to work in the fucking room, man. You know. And oh, I went to the improv Hollywood improv holiday party like Tuesday. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, and that I was like. I was like, damn, I'm at the bottom of this ladder. I'm like, happy to have been invited, yeah. but uh, I wasn't even invited. I had a show there for like five months, and then they, they, we didn't fill the seats, and they took it away. Yeah. But they still <laughs> sent me an email, like, you can come if you want, fucking loser. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, that's sweet. Uh, I don't know. Uh-huh. It's okay. It's okay, though. Like, I'm, I don't feel bad or insecure about it. Well, this is one thing. I, I'm, I'm have- good. Like, here's the thing. I know that I'm good. I yeah. just need to, like, be really proactive. I just kind of have been sitting on the wall. Yeah. The one thing I'm, I'm, I'm also learning about, I had a very interesting moment with uh, Jamie Kilstein. Do you know Jamie Kilstein? Mm, did he have that weird, like, political <sighs> well, thing? Well, J- Jamie, he, like- he's a vi- he, he, he got in a little bit of, like, he got, like. Is he the 9-11 guy? No, 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 no. He he's a very smart. Um, he's like a fighter, jujitsu guy, comic, I'm thinking intellectual, interesting guy. Um, he got like a little bit, like he kind of like not me too, because it wasn't quite me too. He basically he was a male feminist, right? He was one of the first like avowed male feminists, and then people found out that he was like fucking all these women. <laughs> Lol. And they're like, oh, you can't be man. He got like sort of semi-canceled for fun. Well, he actually just canceled himself because he was like so fucking embarrassed or whatever that he kind of dropped out. But he's new comedy and he's, he's really fucking funny, really good guy, popular. Um, but I talked to him recently and he was like, yeah, man, I'm not really doing it that much anymore. He goes, why? He goes, he goes, man, I hang out with like people who like want to be of service. And when you see these people who either fought for their country or work in jobs where they want to be of service, who like charities and stuff like that. You see these people who do that every day, who have families they care about. You realize like just how kind of gross and sad the stand up world really is. Yeah. And there's something to that, man, because as much as I love it and I want to be, and I love to be involved with it, there's something about the, it's so desperate and cloying. Yeah. And everyone tries to ascribe some sort of like, magical ability upon themselves about their stand-up that really like who gives a fuck dude you're no. fine you're you, you're better than someone or not or who i don't know maybe you are i don't really give a shit it's just it's like they think things are important and they're fucking not and they live yeah. these miserable fucking lives and you look at people like chelsea i don't know why I'm, i get worked up about this but like you look at chelsea handler and and, and sarah silverman like uh yeah kids are great but i get to i get to sleep whenever i want okay is that your legacy bitch your f- semi-average comedy shows and you not having kids? Like, what is your fucking purpose? I know it sounds... Not saying you have to have a kid to have a purpose, but 
if comedy is your only purpose in life, like, I don't know, man. What is yeah. that? It's such a shitty fucking world, and it's not really about making people laugh. It's about feeding your narcissism and your ego at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, I think there is something to that. <laughs> but what do I do with love that? Love it. You know? Hmm? What do I what do I do with that? Like that information? Do I quit comedy? No, you do don't quit what? comedy, don't but you just make sure that your life is rounded in a way that comedy doesn't become the most important fucking thing that gets you up in the morning. I mean, every I've day. been doing that. Like, yeah, I, I feel have, like been. You have been. I've been playing pickup soccer. I've been kind of like. I've been doing other things. I've been hanging out with my I feel like if all you have is comedy or all you have is acting or all you have is jujitsu, whatever, if all you have is the one thing that you have, it's just a very shallow life. It is. You know, what is is your life? Like, I'm not saying go out there and have a bunch of baby mamas like me, but there's something about the fact that like, (laughs) there's something about the fact that I have a daughter now that's completely changed my perspective on so much fucking shit, dude. Mm. It's not like I don't, have the same reasons for doing comedy, but I don't really fucking give a fuck if I, oh, will you do my, uh, nah, maybe I won't. I'm just going to fucking. <laughs> yeah. That's you know? good though. You know, I I'm mean, not, don't get me wrong. I, I still like start like hitting my veins like when's my next show, but you know. I'm not really thirsty for like spots in that way so much as I just would love to build a fan base of people who fuck with my weird thing and i just want to be more weird and more different and more myself mm-hmm. and less like i'm realizing homogenous. that right i'm i'm pretty homogenous it's like why haven't i popped off makes a lot of sense i am a relatable pretty funny nice white guy yeah i'm not really what am i really offering like look around i exi- i'm out there 4,000 of me. No. There's there's a version of me that's getting the spots that is a little bit better than me. But they're a little different. Like, they're a little taller. They got a weird background, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty fucking homogenous. And mm-hmm. what am I going up there and talking about dating? That's going to make me pop off? No, mm-hmm. the fuck it is not. Yeah. I got to get a thing. You know what I mean? Hey, haircuts. Look weird haircuts. Weird haircuts. Even that. Like, From our like, neighbors, Theo Vaughn. Nobody wants to see fucking 25 white dudes playing drums okay <laughs> they want to see blue man group you gotta dress up in a blue suit to make it dude if you painted yourself blue and then went on stage and did all your stuff about being blue that was like you know hey man i mean look at these people gallagher Eat, look theo Vaughn was like a preppy guy with a polo shirt for in Boring. Khakis. and then he got the he got the he dropped into his accent and got the fucking mullet and now he's a fucking huge yeah and uh, it makes sense yeah makes sense I gotta, I gotta do that thing for me. Yeah. What is that? I don't know. Maybe it's a mustache. Could be a funny mustache, or just a regular mustache. But you also gotta have it like. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Or if the writing's so good, I mean, look at Lucy K. He had no. Re- I guess he was just kind of like the schleppy guy. But also, like, he was. He waited patiently, and was really good. Yeah. And he was. He was at least funny looking. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. By the way, Lucy K said his favorite joke on a podcast, and I want to repeat the joke. I think it's okay. a Dan Natterman joke. I think I heard it, yeah. <laughs> it's such a funny joke. By the teacher teaching sex ed? Yeah. Oh. Anyway, audience, the joke is, teacher comes in, 
He goes, okay, class, I'm going to teach a sex ed day. He has a, he goes, has a banana. He's up to sex ed and uh, a banana and some condoms. And he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, and I have the banana because uh, I can't get an erection on an empty stomach. Hilarious. Such a good joke. I always think, like, why can't I have a joke like that? Not because it is sort of gross and pedophilic, but just, like, it it has so much cognitive dissonance built into that one fucking turn. There's so many things that you get it quickly. You don't have to think about it. It's right there. But it also involves your brain having to create an image. Yeah. That's the key, man. Make people have their brain have to create an image. So you picture, the, you see the teacher hold the banana. He goes, I can't get it. And then, you, and then right away you have an image of a teacher with a heart on and students there. And you go, oh, that's fucked up. I got one joke like that. What's that your joke is like that? My, Maybe my favorite joke that I have. It's not my funniest joke, but it's one of my favorites to tell and it always works. And it's, yeah. It's, okay, okay. So I've been dating my girl. It's great, right? But we have fights just like every couple, right? Yeah. Like we can't agree on what type of music to listen to in the bedroom. So we decided we just both wear headphones. Uh-huh. <laughs> she likes to listen to smooth R&B. I just listen to motivational podcasts. <laughs> Never stop grinding, fellas. Every, everybody, ha-ha. Everyone's like, oh, that's so funny. Oh, how silly. She's not supposed to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, right away, the headphones. So, we both wear, uh, yeah. yeah. That's both our headphones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not my funniest joke, but it always works on it's any good, room. You, 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 you have to, you're making the audience have to picture you with your headphones on and your lover with headphones on in a bed together fucking. And we're listening to different things. Yeah. And, yeah. The yeah. motivational podcast line always gets a big laugh. That's a big laugh in, the, in that bit? It's a big laugh. That's so funny. The headphones gets a laugh, and I say, she likes to listen to smooth R&B. People are expecting something. I say, I just listen to motivational podcasts. Yeah. I had, w- I had one change in a joke in the past month that made me feel like – because I, I lose faith a lot in, in, in comedy, in the comedy world, and what's happening. I just <laughs> – just comics. I just annoy the fuck out of me. But then once you like crack something, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this joke has never fucking worked. Yeah. And I finally cracked this fucking joke, man. And I feel like my brain should should search out these turns more. But the joke is basically like I talk about how all these corporations are being so woke because they thought it was gonna make them money. Right? So they kept adding more and more woke shit. Oh, woke woke is money. We'll add more and more woke stuff, and then it got out of control, and now everything's going kind of like resetting, yeah. right? Because Disney, Disney in particular, was getting like really crazy for a while. Like there was a show as part of the Star Wars universe. I, I was like, I want to be an ally. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the show's called like LGBTQ R two D two or something. <laughs> I turn on the TV. There's a, a Pregnant gay Chinese man married to a black transgender they. They're in a consensual polyamorous relationship with an autistic Mexican in a wheelchair and his deaf Muslim midget wife. They all live in a sustainable lental farm in space. Everyone's saying, may the pronouns be with you. Then the show isn't even on. It's just a commercial for Arby's. I'm like, what the fuck? Is-? So that turn right there is the where Arby's? the joke yeah. lands. Now, maybe Arby's isn't the best punchline. But I set the idea of like, so this show is happening. Blah, blah, and then I realized the show hasn't even started yet. It's just a commercial for Bloom. Yeah. Murders. Nice. And I go, finally. Because that joke would always kind of like, you could feel people kind of like, I want to kind of applause break it because it's sort of ranty. Yeah. And I feel the obligation because of the rant, but sure. it's not really hitting me. 
But then you add that fucking twist. You need the twist. And all of a sudden it works. You either need the twist or you need the context. Like, uh, I have this one joke that I always wanted to say, but it's like, me as a white guy shouldn't be saying this. Interesting. It's not, it's not offensive. It's just like, it's a, it's a set of words together that is like, it's a little bit, um, people don't want to see, hear me say the word pussy, for one. They don't, they don't want to hear me say the word pussy. And it's not like necessarily my style, but this is like something I always wanted to say. Mm-hmm. And I just still don't know if this joke is that good, but I did kind of make it work. And one of my friends helped me. He was like, he heard me say the crazy part because uh-huh. I'm, I'm going back out there. I'm trying new stuff and I'm bombing again because I need to get better. Mm-hmm. The greats bomb. Mm-hmm. The greats go out there and they fucking bomb. Of course. If you're going out there and you're killing every night, you suck. You're a hacker. You're bad. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, I'm being a coward. I need to go out there and start bombing again so that I can be good. Yeah. So, and this is such a dumb example. Yeah. People, people aren't going to like it, but, <laughs> but it is working. So, it's like, I'll, I'll, basically, I'm not even sure if I should say the bad part and then how I fixed it, but I'll just give it to you how I'm doing it now. Uh-huh. It's like, I'm glad that I'm dating now. <clears throat> I'm glad that I'm dating now because, man, when you're single, it's messed up. You'll do anything to get laid, Right. Like, I used to, like, drive three hours. I had a buddy of mine. He flew across the country, didn't even get laid, right? Like, this one time, I was trying to hook up with this girl, and she was like, I don't know if we should have sex tonight because I got crabs. And I was like, crabs? It's my favorite food, baby. Let's put that pussy on the grill. <laughs> <laughs> and then I say, put that pussy on the grill. And I also have it set up to where I'm saying the punchline three times. I, I like have this other joke where I say the punchline three times. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm doing this thing where I'm like putting it on T-shirts. Uh-huh. And I say something that's – the one I say – I'm talking about bidets. And I'm like, what you need your booty so clean for? What you need your booty so clean for? And then and people are, people are like – I'm like, that one's called put, what you need your booty so clean for. I got a T-shirt for that one. I got three T-shirt jokes. I'm going to say the punchline three times for all of them. And then this one I'm like – As you set up, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, that don't bother me at all. Slap that pussy on the <laughs> – Slap that the pussy, pussy on, on the, grill. the grill. Slap that pussy on Slap the grill. Slap that pussy on the grill. $20 outside. <laughs> it's, it's pretty stupid. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's great because you give it, you say you give it but context. I, but I used to just say the crabs part. Like, or, or I used to say, I was, I was trying to hook up with this girl. And then my friend was like, you need to add the context of like, because I'm trying to get laid. Like you're mm. so desperate to get laid. Mm-hmm. And then I add the two examples in front. And it feels like a waste of time. But that buildup helps pay that off. If I say put that pussy on the grill with no justification, mm-hmm. people are very off put. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't want to hear me say that. Yeah. But if but if I'm like getting so frustrated about these two things that the third thing is crazy, uh-huh. they'll accept it. Mm. That's a weird example. No, it's a very good example, and I think that's. I think part of the thing that like we got to realize as comics too is like weird shit. Weird shit is funnier than true shit. Yeah. You know? Being weird is your greatest asset as a comic. Yeah. You want to go up there and be honest and truthful and fucking, like, drop truth bombs. You know? It's fucking boring. Wrong. I mean, if you're Chappelle and you have that fucking... But Chappelle, the reason Chappelle is Chappelle is because he's got the gap in his teeth and he's got that weird voice and his weird face and everything about it. Anything he says is fucking funny. Yeah. He can say, man, when George... He say George Floyd, you laugh. You know, yeah. the, he just has that crazy quality because he's weird. Because he's weird. As if you met a human being like Dave Chappelle in real life at your office, you'd be like, "What are you doing in an office?" Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything about you is entertaining. 
And that's why, like, my girlfriend, Brandy Campbell, she says, weird is award-winning. That's her whole thing that she says. Uh, and I'm like, that's genius. Yeah, it's That's true. so true. Yeah. And this year, I'm trying to be more weird. I'm trying to have more yeah, punchlines. more weird. I'm trying to have more punchlines like, put that pussy on the grill. Yeah. Less, like bland relatable shit and more shit that yeah, makes people well, uncomfortable I'm gonna be edgy man that's that i got in that fucking habit for a long time like i'm gonna be but it's but i have i do so much better when i'm goofy when i'm jumping around i'm being weird i'm being my physical weird yes. self edgy doing fucking, fucking sucks. doing weird like voices yeah fart, you know just making faces doing the weird thing with my neck that's what fucking is Here's funny. the other thing people will accept edgy if you're weird yeah 100 percent but yeah. if you're just being edgy and you think you're so smart, yeah, people fucking, are like... you have your arms full, like, hey, man, you know, these people, blah, 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 yeah. If you're so weird and you accidentally stumble onto something edgy, people will be like, this guy's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow! Yeah. I think I got I think I got to... I think I got to go back to just how goofy and light and weird I was in my late 20s and early 30s when I started. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just kind of like fucking just, I don't know, just kind of, because I, I, I go up, to, I'm walking, I'm walking people. Mm. I'm walking people. The last show I did, I walked, what, what show was I at? Oh, it was in Austin. By the way, you're walking people in Austin. Killing. Yeah. But also walking people. Interesting. You know what I mean? And I'm like, what, how great would it be if I just, everyone just like, and nobody, look, even even if you know anyone <laughs> watching this, maybe somebody, maybe an ex or someone I dated or whatever, I am not getting laid in Austin, like literally at all. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. So, <laughs> and that because and that, I'm not really trying. But the point is like it's the baby mama aura, maybe the baby mama aura, whatever it is. Uh-huh. But like I, I will do shows and I'll, and sometimes I'll do shows and I'll fucking crush. But whatever it is, maybe it's my age, maybe I've gotten to that age, whatever the fuck it is. But women are not approaching me after shows. You think anymore, the, the daddy era is over. I don't know. If it's, I think it's just whatever, whatever image I'm the presenting, zaddy. whatever persona, persona. No, I'm still a zaddy, <laughs> <laughs> but whatever persona I'm presenting on stage isn't fuckable yeah. to audience members because they go, mm, "He's sexist. Mm, he's racist. Mm, he's aggressive. Mm, he's that." You know. And I think there was a time when I was just goofy. Yeah. And it was more like, oh, I could maybe fuck this guy. I'm going to share another quick conversation I had with my friend Micah, who mm-hmm. was like, he was like my older brother in comedy in North Carolina, like yeah. to the whole scene. He was like, we were all in our mid 20s and he was a couple years older than us. Very, very funny guy. And I saw him in New York just by chance. He was like, let's get a drink. And we had this conversation about how like every comedian nowadays wants to be fucking cool. Oh, dude. We're not what, we're not cool, cool at all. That's I fucking hate comics that think they're cool. We are fucking clowns. Dude, we are it's, barely above clowns. It's Dane's downfall, it's Delia's downfall, it's Eddie Murphy's downfall. No none of you motherfuckers are cool. None You're of you dorks. are cool. We got into this because we weren't fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. That's you the have truth. Mental problems. We are clowns, yeah. and you got to look. He, his advice to me was like, "You want to make it next year? Every morning, <laughs> get up, look in the mirror, and say, <laughs> I am the clown. I'm a clown. A hundred fifty times, dude. People have said to me, have you? He's like, oh, you're, you're a clown. Your act, you're a clown. Your, your act is just. Oh, someone said, like someone was. Uh, they were vetting me for some TV show years ago. Oh, he's just he's like a clown, and I was like, good. Yeah. 
Yeah, clowns I have been around for clowns. thousands of years, and they have staying power. They're still around. Clowns will be the last kids thing too. to die. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> killing kids. They're jumping out of the woods. <laughs> They're doing everything. People are scared of clowns because clowns are powerful. Clowns, <laughs> yeah. clowns are fucking powerful. They're, they're in. They're in the collective unconscious of the entire world. Yeah. They're in, from back from Commedia dell'arte before then, the King's Jester, everything like that. Loki. It is an archetypal, mm-hmm. as old as time. There is and the clowns. whole point of the clown is to remind people that humanity and the world and everything is silly. Yes, that and it nothing matter. isn't silly. Uh-huh. Death is silly. Racism is silly. Sexism is silly. Every aspect of the world is fucking silly. Because if silly. it's not silly, what is it? It's just something to be scared about and worry about until you die. Fuck that. Everything that is tragic and important should be laughed at. There is period. only fear and funny. 100%. Everything that's terrible. people, And I hate the fact people, that's nothing you can feel, but shut the fuck up. You know what the biggest cultural comic icon of the 20th century is? Literally, the, the, the biggest cultural icon. This, this has like been proven as, a, as an actual thing. The biggest comedy icon of the 20th century. Not 21st. Should 20th century. Yeah, I guess. Oh, God. A historical uh, figure as a comedy icon. Mark Twain? Hitler. 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 Oh, oh. Bugs Bunny, Mel Brooks, Charlie Chaplin. All did Hitler. The amount of people that, that parodied Hitler, lampooned Hitler, the amount of lampooning on Hitler. Even like Alfred E. Newman, Mad Magazine, had a little fucking mustache on the cover of... I will say, now that I am removed from it significantly, mm-hmm. Trump was funny. Hilarious. Doing the voice is still fun. No, I'm not saying Hitler was funny. I'm saying the lampooning of him was Hitler. Yes, but, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Okay. But Any, Trump was actually you have a great too. villain, it makes for a great comedy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just don't – I just hate the fact when people say you can't make jokes about that. You can't punch down. You can't – it's like shut up. Shut up. You can. I am – I am still – you know, woke per se, but but the amount of like, I don't know. I d- I do want people to just fucking just appreciate like if it's funny, like if if shit is, you know, if if someone's being lazy and hacky and cruel for no reason, but if something is like funny and expressive and artistic and interesting, like let it let it be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, who's – I mean, sometimes people – oh, that's lazy. I'm like, what, what do you mean? Like when Lucy K did that joke, you know, he had his hour that got shelved because he was still canceled and it got revealed, his his un, his shelved hour. He's back. And he had that joke about like, why do I have to listen to these kids who survived the school shooting just because they hid behind the fat kid or whatever the hell it is. Right. Funny. Yeah. No, that's lazy. What do you, you don't even know what you're talking about when you say this joke is lazy. What do you mean it's lazy? Like he wrote it like just haphazardly? What do you mean? It's lazy. Lazy to me means you stole it. Right. That's not a stolen joke. So how is it lazy? It's so obvious. Well, if it's so obvious, why isn't everyone saying it? I don't know. I get I really fucking annoyed by that. And we got to end this podcast. Yeah, but got, got, we're going to make it two. Let's make it two. <laughs> this is part two. Okay. I recently, sometimes I'll think of a joke and I'm like, Oh, fuck. That feels like maybe it's been done. Uh-huh. And, but I don't know that it's been done. Yeah. It just, just feels like it's been done. It feels like, like someone would think of that. Yes. Like, this could be a tweet. Yes. But I know that I thought of it. 
Like mm-hmm. I, I witnessed something and I'm like, this, this is a thing. I know it's funny. But, yes. And, and, then, I have, and then it's I like, guess. should I bail on it? Well, Google it and see if it exists. It never does. Google doesn't do anything for you. Well, then keep it. So the, I'm starting to keep it. I'm like, I this is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. There's no way to discover where it came okay, from. Okay, look, I have examples of that. I know that it's mine, but it just feels like ob- maybe obvious. Yes. But I'm but I make it my own. I'm still doing my own thing with it. But the premise feels like yes. someone has covered this. Okay. For example, I have two. I have two examples of jokes I do. I don't really do them anymore. One of my completely don't do anymore because it just became like the joke was like um how uh like right in the beginning of covid i did this joke right. this is 2020 summer 2020 I, I was talking about how i coughed at whole foods and people freaked out i was like why you can't even cough anymore you just <laughs> cough to cover fart yeah i just fart to cover a cough and now you've basically fart to cover a cough that's funny and they go and uh lays into a fart but maybe a queef to cover a sneeze is that what's going on that's, that's why everyone has all these yeah, wet yeah. ass pussies right that's very pussy. silly i like that it's silly but whatever reason, that joke either got like e- – either people took it or stole it or whatever and it became like Mimi and da, da, da And then people were like, oh, he did the joke. is so hacky. I'm like, I did that joke a fucking year ago. When yeah. I did it, it wasn't fucking hacky. But now I can't do it, right? So I just retired it because the other joke I, I, I go my – and I thought I invented it. Maybe I hadn't, but I thought I had it at the time and I haven't retired it yet. But I talk about my dad being married for 50 years. People always say, hey, was it secret 50 years of marriage? My dad's like, you know, women, just remember, women are like fine Italian wine. They should be locked in the fucking cellar. Now, that <laughs> okay. joke is also probably a joke that's in a fucking joke book somewhere. But in my head, I came up with myself. Yeah. Those are the ones. Like, I have, I have a couple of those. But one I, I – and I've been doing this all the time. I lost my whole life savings in 2020 in the stock market. Yeah. Only $50, thank God. Yeah. Everybody – that always works. Yeah. Because everyone's like, oh, ah, <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, but that's part of comedy is it's just like, blah, blah, blah. Yep. that feels like such an obvious yeah, negation. Yeah. I'm like, someone's done something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or this other one is like, no one ever tells you when they got a bidet, right? You just walk in and you're like, oh, <laughs> my friend John, <laughs> oh, <laughs> look at John. Yeah. And then I'm like, and then I'm like, it's always your friend, like whose mattress is on the floor. He hasn't cleaned his bong water in three months. It's like the first upgrade he goes for is the bidet. Yeah, yeah. And and that's that's where I'm like, but it feels very unique and original. And I like I'm doing that. the voice and I'm like acting all French and I'm like I walk out of the bathroom like Johnny Bahama Bonjour. So I'm like doing, I'm being very silly, but I was like, I was like, that feels very unique. I wouldn't have thought of anything because like I'm like that. that's me, and the way I'm doing it is definitely me. Yeah, but but. I have so many. I just want to. Well, the, the 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 way I feel about. Okay, here's. I here, just want I'll, to do it. In front of you. Like, have you heard that? You here's, right? here's a perfect example of a joke like that. Okay. And I think what happens is people make the joke, and I'm not saying I'm the first person who came up with the fart queef. Baby. I definitely like the fart cough. That whole thing I think got like done. I don't know if I was one of the first. I may have been the first comic to do it, but um, but queef to cover a sneeze. I definitely you know was unique, but I still had to get because I started seeing it. I was like, I can't do it again. Right. That's the rule. Once yeah. you see it somewhere, if you see it on fucking TikTok, retire the joke. Okay? Because you here's a per example. Greg Fitzsimmons. Okay. Who's probably one of the best writers in comedy. He's fucking brilliant. Do you like Greg Fitzsimmons? I haven't seen enough of his stuff, he's but when I've seen him, he's dude. funny. Brilliant writer. He's old school. He's like he's he's on par, almost on par with Louis. Anyway. Damn. 
months ago, he was on stage at Laugh Factor, and he said, you know, Brittany Griner, and there was talk about trading her before it happened, before the trade happened. He, and he said, that would be the only WNBA trade that anyone has ever heard about. That's kind of funny, yeah. That great is, joke. That's a great joke. Great joke. Now that joke is the fucking internet. Now it's everywhere, right? right? It, that joke is like, oh, it's only anybody I've ever cared about, I've ever heard about. And Anything topical. And people, people tweet it like they invented it. I'm like, no, you've hacked it at this point. But he was the first guy to do that joke, for sure, because it was literally like the, like the, the day that it was announced that they might trade for her. I'm, nah, Twitter beat him to it, though. He's, he's there. He's like the first on the beach. You know what I mean? But like, you think Twitter's before the, before the stage. Like boots on – yeah, Twitter's before the stage always. Interesting. Boots on the ground. He's, he's in the first line of people getting mowed down, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know why I'm getting so detailed with the war metaphor. Like he's, you know, his guts are out. He's crying for his mother. I don't know why I'm going so deep with this. <laughs> but the, within five minutes of some shit happening – Twitter is on it. Yeah, there's some fucking nerds who do nothing but fucking post shit. And, and, they're funny. and my new thing, if you write a joke and it's you know you wrote it, fucking do it. Because the, there's just too much comedy now. Yeah, but you, yeah, you, yeah, do it, whatever. But at the same time... Yeah, it's boring. Okay, I'll give you an example. You can't do it that Here's long. another joke yeah. I did. One of my first jokes that would always work. It's really fucking goofy. Blah, blah, blah. First, I was like... Once you go white. Once you go white, you never go white. Pale, never touch pale. <laughs> always fucking work. Now, of course, that joke got hacked, right? right? Now, I feel like that joke is unique enough that I know it's mine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because people will do other rhymes, like, once you go white, da 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 I think that's Rose not- is, It's like roses are red. Yeah. So- The com- and comedic- once that, that joke got- and, But now that it's been hacked by people, I can't do it. Mm. I'll still do it once in a blue fucking moon. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. You, you know, know what I mean? Because like, we're fucking a, comedians and a, we'll do it. In a pinch? <laughs> in a pinch, I'll do it. If daddy's in a pinch, daddy's going to bust that out. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. But and I'm, I'm proud of you for that. I want to do it. No. You know? Because I want to be a genius. <laughs> I want to be a genius. But every morning I look in the mirror and I say, I am I'm the clown. I'm a clown. I'm, I'm a clown. fucking clown. And once you go white, your vagina stays, stays tight. tight. Okay? And once you go pale, you never have to post bail. And once you go Asian... Um, then let's come up with a rhyme with that and let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, people love – people audiences love rhymes. I, I wrote a bar a- for my upcoming rap album. You wanna, oh, yeah? You want to hear this? Yeah. Okay. This is um, – oh, I'm not going to write <laughs> Walk into the bedroom, girl, what you grinning about? She want animal style, my dick, in and out. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I like that. Thanks. I got a couple. <laughs> That's pretty good. Mm. Dime piece on me because she says she wants my silly ass. Now I got her singing like a big mouth Billy Bass. Oh shit! <laughs> I like that. I got it. I got a bunch of bars. You got some bars, kid. <laughs> I'm better at bars than I am jokes. You're almost like that chick, uh, fucking Mandy Mayhem. Mandy Mayhem. <laughs> oh, shout out Mandy Mayhem. Yeah, Mandy Mayhem, come on my podcast. <laughs> she is hilarious. <laughs> How great would that be to get Mandy Mayhem on the podcast? We should, right. we should end the, the pod with okay, this. Is right. well, gonna be, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for, for tuning in. Welcome back, Tommy. Thanks for hanging out. Bye-bye.